Gucci language. Eclectical thoughts. I thought I would do um, a brief podcast about what I consider Gucci or show-off words. Uh, Eclectical is one of them. Eclectical means um, sort of philosophies or thoughts that are broad-ranging of different different types. Um, in other words, if, if you are a, uh, a Stoic, uh, but you are also interested in um, other kinds of philosophy, religious uh, uh, thoughts, or Buddhism, or Romanticism, um, or Hedonism, uh, then if you, uh, if you entertain all these different philosophies, then you are eclectic. And uh, in this post, I'm going to talk about a variety of different things. So to that extent, the post will be eclectic. But uh, the interesting thing, of course, is the word, the word itself, eclectic, uh, is a bit of a show-off word. You could just as easily say varied or diverse but if you use the word eclectic, you are telling people that you are very sophisticated. Um, so before I get any further, I will mention the fact that I'm sitting here looking out at a very lovely sunset and have just had a wonderful meal cooked by my wife um, where we had a delicious salad and then we had a lovely roast pork and we had hikama, which is some kind of Latin American Vegetable. Oh, and we also had roast corn, and we had uh, Chinese bok choy. Um, we finished off with some gorgonzola cheese, um, and we had a phenomenal bottle of wine. Not the whole bottle. Uh, it was Ostatu, O-S-T-A-T-U, which is a Rioja wine from Spain. Uh, the year was 2001, Crianza, uh, 2001. So in a way, the meal itself was a bit eclectic because we had a variety of different tastes there. Um, but um, So anyway, and my podcast is a bit eclectic because I talk about language and I talk about food and wine. But, uh, you know, another word that's often used is Catholic. Now, we all know the Catholic religion. But Catholic means universal. And so sometimes you'll see sophisticated people uh, use the word Catholic to mean universal, when actually the, the word universal would do just fine. Um, you know, we have, uh, what are some other examples? Mundane. Mundane comes from the French mondain, but ma- mundane in English means ordinary. Uh, whereas I think the word mondain in French has more the sense of of uh, fashionable, so it almost has the opposite meaning than the mean than than the original uh, meaning of the word. And uh, you know I don't want to make fun of people who use what uh, the reason I call them Gucci words. Because people buy Gucci handbags or Gucci loafers in order to show off. Uh, You know, I have enough money to buy this fashionable handbag or these fashionable shoes. 
I might have been able to buy uh, other shoes that were equally suitable, made in Bangladesh or China, with no particular brand, but I didn't. I bought these expensive shoes in order to show off. And it's the same with uh, sometimes with these choices of words. You can deliberately choose words that uh, that show off the fact that you are learned. Another favorite show-off word is discreet, D-I-S-C-R-E-T-E, because we normally think of discreet, D-I-S-C-R-E-E-T, as meaning being um, sort of, uh, what would I say, uh, not necessarily polite, but not uh, to be discreet is to be uh, uh, controlled and to not show off and uh, to not uh, get someone else or put someone else into an embarrassing situation, to be uh, uh, considerate uh, is the way we usually use uh, the word uh, discreet. Um, but the, you know, prudent, uh, not speaking out at an inopportune time, this is all the way we normally use the word discreet. But there is this other meaning of discreet when it's spelled D-I-S-C-R-E-T-E, which means separate, distinct. So you'll be reading some book review or some article written by a person who wants to show off, and rather than using uh, a word that everyone would understand, like distinct, they would use the word discreet. These are two discreet disciplines. In other words, uh, they're very different. So that's another uh, Gucci word. And and there's lots of them. I No more of them come to mind. But, you know, what should the language learner do w- with these words? Now, I, I normally advise people, when if they're, uh, uh, you know, not, not a native speaker, to stick with um, the most neutral form of the language. I certainly do not think it sounds good for a non-native speaker to use slang or swear words. But I think Gucci words are different. If you really know the meaning of some of these show-off words, to drop these words every now and again is probably a good thing to do. It's about it's a bit like saying my friend the famous so and so. It's like name-dropping. And uh, while, you know, we normally criticize people who name drop, and again, for a non-native speaker, you may not know the word name drop, but na- to name drop is to say, my friend, the president of such and such, even if you don't know him, ver- or even if you do know him very well. Uh, in other words, it's, it's you're trying to kind of bask in the reflected glory of someone else. That somehow the fact that you know the person, or the fact that you're able to kind of tie your name to that person's name somehow reflects uh, favorably on you and that's name dropping but it can be effective let's be let's be fair let's be let's be realistic here and uh, sometimes mentioning some important names at the appropriate time is very helpful uh, to whatever objective you're pursuing so in the same way uh, learning a few of these gucci words these adornments, decorations that you put on a Christmas tree, words that you don't need to have to get your meaning across, 
but which decorate your language, make you seem more sophisticated. It's not a bad thing to do. But you just have to make very sure that you know what the words mean. Because if you use them in the wrong way, you'll just sound very silly. But if you can use them correctly and just kind of drop them uh, as if it was the most normal thing for you to do, the most normal word for you to, to use, then all of a sudden you upgrade your, uh, your English. So um, some of these uh, less frequently used words that, uh, that imply a certain level of sophistication, uh, you know, we shouldn't necessarily scorn them. So, um, at any rate, I think that'll bring my little eclectic talk to an end. Uh, the, as I look out now, the sun has disappeared uh, over the mountain. Uh, it was red before, and as we know, red at night, sailors delight. Red in the morning, sailors take warning. So I can look forward to good weather tomorrow. But right now, we just have a bit of a dark blue, almost black sheen on the water and the mountains which are normally green with the very thick west coast forest uh, look dark like dark monsters overlooking this uh, shiny but also dark body of water and uh, I'm still uh, reflecting on the delicious wine and the meal that I had and so I wanted to share it with uh, whoever happens to be listening to this podcast. Uh, and there you have it, the end of an eclectic podcast.